and then my, my my mother finally decided we'd get cell phones, and she's like, "Well, don't start using your cell phone yet." It's like, "Oh, mine mine is broken. Mine won't even hold a charge for two freaking hours." Oh wow, that's bad. <laughs> okay. If I take and open the phone, I take the chance of the battery flying out and hitting somebody. Mm. And killing them. I think I need to new- use the new phone. Wow. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Well, we're looking into possibly... I might be due for an upgrade soon, so that'll be a lot. It'll be a lot better if I can do that, because then I won't have to worry about running out of battery. To, then I can actually charge the phone. Yeah, that right would be nice. That's the my phone. Definitely. Yeah, being able to charge the phone is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. At least I've always found that it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, generally. Especially when you're, like, you know, addicted to, po- to Pokemon Go. Yes, because that drains <laughs> battery. <laughs> I catch one Pokemon, and it takes, like, like seven, like, bars of, like, battery life. It's, like, for crying out loud, I caught one Pokemon. Yeah, that is the bad thing about the on the app. That it sucks the life out of your phone? (laughs) Yes, that it sucks the life out of your phone. I said, one Pokemon, seven bars. (laughs) It's like, wow. Yeah. Thank God I only catch one Pokemon a day. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, except for when I'm out and then I'm like catching like 18 of them. I got one, 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 got one. I, um, well, when I got the Go Plus, which is like the little Bluetooth accessory that you can get to go with the game, um, it actually, you can put your phone like on the low power mode and the little Go Plus will vibrate when you have something nearby so that you can catch stuff while you have the phone on the power mode. Oh. So that's helped with my battery draining problem. But, I mean, it would still be a lot better if I could charge it because that way I can just take my little portable battery external power source thing. Yeah. And I can play and use that and not drain the battery as fast. Yeah, that'd be a good, nice thing. But yes, you are playing Pokemon Go now. I heard. <laughs> okay, yes, I will admit to it. Yes, I am now addicted. <laughs> and you're on Team Mystic, apparently. You said right. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the one with the cute blue guy. <laughs> I, I, I... Okay, and so, right now, so, so so I went, you know, with the cute guy. I'm 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 now level eight. Oh, you're eight. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I let looks like dig, like determine which 
theme I was on. Okay, so I I went that route. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I mean, he just looked so cute. I mean, it was just like, oh, oh, oh you're cute. I'm going with you. <laughs> well, I mean, that's okay. The reason I picked Team Valor, the red team, is mostly because everybody at work was had started playing the game and they were leveling up faster than me and then they were like, oh, you should be Team Red. That's what all of us are. And I was like, oh, okay. So I picked the same team as everybody else at my workplace. Ah, uh, okay. I picked it on sheer vanity. Oh, well, you know what? <laughs> it was cute, okay? What can I say? Whatever makes you happy. <laughs> oh, who did you? Which which Pokemon did you pick for your starter? Um, the um, I don't know if it's my starter, but it's the one that's always hanging out with me. But I picked the the pony with the flames. Oh, Ponyta. Yeah. Hey, that's pony related. Yeah, that's pony related. I have a couple of pony ties. I think I got five. Oh wow! I got a herd. I got a herd. <laughs> yeah, you see, you're lucky. You live in a really good area for Pokemon Go because you're next. You're near a major city. <laughs> They're actually having a big. Uh, a Pokemon Go Fest in Chicago. I think the tickets are sold out already. Figures. But they're having a big thing in Chicago. And then you told me, and I was like, oh, you're going to get all the good spawns. Heck, all I have to do is just turn this thing on in my house and, like, Pokemon just, like, pop right up. And it's like, boom, there you go. There, there's my Pokemon for today. <laughs> I get a few things that pop up around the house, but honestly, for me to catch anything besides, like, a bunch of bugs, I have to drive down to um, this little t- the little town I used to live in, Haverty Grace, which is, like maybe a 10, 15-minute drive, and walk down by the water down there. Because otherwise, there's really nothing up here. Yeah, let's see. I've got... Um, I've gotten several several horses. I've gotten the ghost guy... Four hundred and sixty-two dollars. Holy crap! What for general admission? For what? For the Pokemon Go Fest. Yeah, tickets are not cheap, but they're all sold out. Nope, they're not. Oh, they're not. Oh, wow! Dang. The VIP general admission is sold out, but the general, regular general admission is not. Hmm. 
how. Holy cow. Yeah, that's kind of up there. That is way beyond up there for something that's in the middle of Grant Park, which is a public park that all you have to do is stand, probably stand close enough to the barriers and still catch the Pokemon. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure that that park has probably got some good stuff up there anyway. (laughs) But... Uh, well, speaking of expensive, expensive conventions, and this is somewhat Tony-related, um, I sent off an application to see if I could get a table at Hascon. Um, and, you know, you got they, they send you the application. It's a four-page application. It's basically one page you have to fill out, and then the rest of it is all, like, the different rules and regulations and what Hasbro is responsible for and what you're allowed to sell and what you're not allowed to sell. And oh, okay. out, emailed it off, and Hasbro got back to me, and they were like, oh, you're allowed to sell customs, but we need to know what kind of customs you're selling because you can't sell anything that uses third-party intellectual property." And it was like, you can't have, you know, they said, for an example, you can't have ponies that are, like, dressed as celebrities or something like that. And a lot of the customs I do fired where it's, like, alternate poses or colors or generations right. of ponies already exist. Or I do a lot of the comic book characters as ponies. Because I like doing that. Yeah, and, and Hasbro like, knows. That's 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 what a lot of a lot of the customizers do. Yeah. So oh. I sent an saying that well, I do a lot of comic book inspired stuff. I assume that's going to be an issue. Uh, and after sitting down and crunching the numbers between the price of the tables, the price of a hotel room, the price of gas, and so on and etc., it would be at least $1,000 for me to go to the convention. And that's my one and only vacation this year. And it would be like a working vacation. So yeah. my voice and I decided we're not going to do it this year. <laughs> so I know I said I was going to go to Hascon, but since it doesn't look like I won't make any money there, I don't think I'm going to do it. Okay, see, this is exactly the thing that I said was going to happen. Okay, and people were all up up in arms about, about, you know, how I was being mean about it. You know, this is going to end up being a huge, huge, problem and issue. Because, I mean, the price of the boots is like 
ridiculous. Nobody's going to be able to make their money back, their money back for just going on the trip. And and booze by selling at conventions. Yeah. It's just what I would have to pay. I mean, if I lived in Rhode Island or if I lived close enough to where they're having the convention where I could just drive down there for the actual convention and then come home at night and not have to worry about a hotel room on top of it, it might be feasible. But the problem is with having to travel and then not being able to sell the customs that I would actually make the money on. Um, like, I, I understand Hasbro's reasoning behind saying, oh, you can't do anything that's, you know, another another company's intellectual property because they're trying to protect themselves since it's a Hasbro-run thing. They're trying to protect themselves from, say, like Marvel and saying that, you know, because if you're there, you'd be selling, in theory, you'd be selling under Hasbro's name. And if I sold, like, a Captain America custom pony, then Marvel could say, oh, Hasbro's making money off of our character. That's not right. We're going to sue them. Because they know they wouldn't get any yeah. money out of me. I have no money. Yeah. This is, I'm selling my money off of our character and you allowed them to sell this anyway so we're suing you yeah you know that's why I mean that's a big reason why I said this is going to end up being a big fiasco and it's going to turn it's not going to turn out well yeah I mean with like the smaller fan conventions even even with larger fan conventions like BronyCon it never seems to be an issue because there's an understanding of it's a fan convention. It's going to have fan artwork. It's going to, you know, there's going to be customs. There's going to be stuff that, like, is based off of other characters because fandom falls over, you know. So it's kind of okay, but I guess with, like, a larger, I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what all the the legal issues are, but I mean I know Hasbro has a reason for doing it, but I can see uh, that like, if you're a customizer, this might not be the fair that you go to. I don't see, the thing. I think what it is is because it could be. I mean, fun, but it's not not looking like something a customizer would make a lot of money on if you go. And I think that's what they're trying to do, is they're trying to actually push out the customizers. And that's a shame, because it's a large part, because they're a large part of the Tony community. Yeah. You know. And they know that that that's mostly what sells, because, I mean, they've been to every single Hasbro, they've been to every single Tony convention, 
So they yeah. know that the customs are, are things that sell. And speaking of pony conventions, my mother happened to be cleaning something out, and she threw a folder my way. Mm-hmm. And I opened it up, and what's my wondering? I should appear. Ooh, something from one of the fairs? But the stuff from the very first fair I ever went to. Oh, neat. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, I, I like opened it up, and I was like, holy and. It's like I'm looking at the stuff and it's like the new the the Orleans. 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 When did we from the Orleans? And it I took know. me a few minutes to like really think about it and I was like looking through all the stuff and I found, you know Pony My Little Pony Fair Collectors Convention June twenty ninth through June no yeah. June 20th through June 21st, 2009, Las Vegas, Nevada. Look who I met. Oh. So I found my my badge from the the fair. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I have to scan this thing because this is like a really cool-looking badge. And I wish they could go back to making them look like this again rather than just, you know, paper because I mean this thing's laminated and everything but they made it so that you know people could go ahead and write on the back of it mm-hmm. and you know this is I mean this is when I met all the people I had been talking with online cool and I mean this one I found I met Sweet Tune who is of course Summer mm-hmm. Must Be Jewel Pan- Pandora Docs, Mum, Princess Cucumber, LLB Pony Girl, Luna Kira, Aquarius Moon, Skylar, Ravenclaw Prefect, Gypsy Unicorn, Harmony Share, Grey Wolf 1978, Elf Pony, That was my very first time ever actually having a conversation with a Canadian. <laughs> cool. We like bonded, and we bonded, and we got, and we, got, we were like everything we went to, everything that my mother and I went to. I ended up sitting next, either sitting next to her, or you know, being in the same group as her. <laughs> And then um, Chief, uh, Zayed 2, uh, Sailor Libra, which is the person who actually created the custom that I'm going to be sending you to fix. Okay. Okay. I actually found the base for it, so I can actually, and on the base it actually has a picture of the actual custom, so I can snapshot of what it's actually supposed to look like. It's just the horn snapped off. 
Oh, okay. And I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure I can glue it back on right. <laughs> I don't trust myself. <laughs> but this is also where I met Strawberry Reef, whom I actually <laughs> there is a picture of me with ponies down my dress. Okay. Because we were running all over Las Vegas doing this photo hunt thing. Mm-hmm. And one one of the things on there was a pony, a ride, you know, a ride for ponies. Yeah. So <laughs> we were, like, running down the street. I forget. We were running down the strip. I think we were running to Caesar's Palace. And it's like, wait a minute. I have a brilliant idea. <laughs> and it's like, what? It's like. Hold on. So I, I put my pony on. It's like I put my pony in my in the top of my in the top of my dress. Uh huh. And it's like, okay, does anyone want to tr- anyone else want to trust me with their pony in my, in, the, in my top? Uh huh. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And one of them goes, yeah, sure. And then it's like. See, she puts another one in there. So I have two two of them in, and I have one I'm holding like it's about to hop in. <laughs> I oh, mean, goodness. here we are just standing, just standing in the middle of this strip. I mean, I've got ponies in my shirt. And you know, the funniest thing was, nobody thought that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, that's you know that's when you know you're in Las Vegas when you know, you see a girl running down down the street with a pony tucked into her shirt and you don't think anything of it. Yeah, <laughs> and she's getting her picture taken, <laughs> and you don't even stop to gawk. <laughs> But I will say, our team won first place in the photo contest. (laughs) So I at least gave up my dignity (laughs) for a good cause. (laughs) You have a picture of me with my gown shirt. Well, you know what? I won, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what I say. It's like I got I got I'm the only person that has a picture with ponies in the top of her sundress, and basically it was under the caption of a pony thrill ride. That was that was the caption. It was under. <laughs> oh my goodness. But at least you they won. They were all female ponies, so you know, you know, we we didn't have any boy ponies in there, so you know, it was it was it was very tastefully done. <laughs> oh gracious! But I mean, it was I mean it was hilarious. I mean, we were running down the streets, and you know we. Because we were going um, to Luxor because we were trying to find 
um, there was supposed to be this VIP room mm-hmm. where, you know, you're supposed to get, this is like, you know, the ultimate, you know, extra, the extra one, the extra point to get. Mm-hmm. And we were like running around and we got to Luxor and we got to um, the Blues, the, uh, the House of Blues, which it was their VIP club. Mm-hmm. And there was a band there playing and it's like, okay, we're doing this photo contest and we showed them the form. And one of the things was, you know, a po- the pony, you know, being with the ponies being with the, with the band. Right. So we all ran up to the stage, and the guy who let us in didn't didn't charge us cover or anything. And it's like all we want to do is see if they'll they'll let us take a picture. Let let, let us take a picture with them. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, "Okay, no problem, go for it." So we all went up to the stage. Mind you, it's like four girls and one guy. Right. <laughs> And we were like all telling, we were telling the you know the, the the singer what we were doing, and he's like, yeah, sure. And he takes all three ponies. Like, you know, one band member got one, another band member got another. And he got he got one. He was serenading it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like sweet. And then we we're like, okay, where is this VIP room? And they're like, this is where it's at. And we're like running down the hall, and we run into this bride and groom. And it's like we're completely lost because we 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 lost our directions. Mm-hmm. And they were looked they looked at us and they were like, "What's wrong?" And it's like we're trying to find this this particular place. And she goes, "Actually, I'm going there right now, so you can just follow me." Cool. So we followed her. We we went up to the to the to the bouncers, and we we told them what we were doing. We showed them the paperwork again. Mm-hmm. And they called up, and they were, you know, they called up, and we figured, you know, we said, you know, if you can call, like, one of your guys down to come down, take take the pony upstairs, take one of our cameras, we'll trust you guys with it, with them, and, you know, you can take a picture. Mm-hmm. And while they were while they were calling, we took a picture of, like, the pony trying to bribe the guy, <laughs> and the guy goes, okay, and it's like, Cool, sweet. They're gonna they're gonna like send somebody down to you know let take stuff up. And he uh-huh. goes, "No, you guys can go up as long as you guys stay in the lobby area. You guys can do the photo." And we were freaking out. We we're in the elevator. It's two buttons. There's the the first floor and the penthouse, which was where the club was. Uh huh. So we're all freaking out. So we've got all the ponies all gathered around this button, kind of like, oh, my God, we're going, we're going, we're going. Mm-hmm. We get upstairs, and, we're, and, and there's a, there's a, another bouncer guy, and he goes, are you guys the ones here for the photograph? And it's like, yeah. And he goes, okay, where would you like to take the photograph at? And it was like, we were looking around, and I was like, oh, my God, where do we? And we find this Buddha thing that's like, Okay, can we put the ponies like on its hands and take the picture there? Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, "Go right ahead." Neat. It was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> I 
But yeah, I mean, we were we 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 went all over the strip. I mean, we even went to a dive bar. Mm-hmm. And it was like one of those places where it was like, okay, we send we send the mail and we send the one from Chicago up in there. <laughs> <laughs> Because those two look like the two that are going to be able to get in there and get out without a problem. <laughs> so I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> so, yeah. And unfortunately, you know, when they say what happens in in Vegas stays in Vegas, in the case of pony people, that is not the case. (laughs) Not when you have pictures. But, yeah, I also have, um, from the pony project, I have one, two, I have three posters of the Pony Project ponies. Cool. Which includes, of course, Twilight Hope, which was the um, the only Project Pony to actually be recreated. Yeah. It includes her on here. Let's see what else do I have in here. I have... Uh, and postcards. Mhm. And both of them, of course, have the same um, design from the pony from that year, which was, of course, the um, was the peacock pony. Oh, I remember one. Oh yeah, Hi, that bud. one's a pretty one. Pretty bird. Hi, buddy. Okay, that's all I have in here. I have a map of the strip. But, yeah, I did not even know I I still had this stuff. Awesome. But, yeah, that, was, that one was fun. That one... That one was a fun one. That one, it was it was hilarious because it's like everyone said they were going to do the photo contest, and I turned to my mother, and she's like, I'm going back to the hotel. You go do whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out with you weirdos long enough. <laughs> and you want to know exactly what my words were? What? See you later. <laughs> As I'm running off with my team. Okay. I mean, we, I mean, we had a ball doing that. That that one that one was that one that was a fun one. That does sound like fun. That was they have the photo contest thing every year, don't they? Or they uh, did. No, they don't. They, oh, okay. I think they did until they changed venues because you got to figure um, Louisville, Kentucky was kind of hard to do. Yeah, probably. 
you got to figure there's not as many attractions as, like, Vegas would have had. I mean, Vegas, I mean, first of all, you had to figure out where these places were at. And um, Strawberry Reef, her husband actually took the took the actual list of places, and he Googled all the places. Cool. So we knew exactly where we needed to go in order to find everything. I think that's why I joined her team. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious because at the end of the night, it was like we still had like four things left and like three three of our team members were like, that's it, we're done, we, we're going to bed. And it's like me and Summer Reef look at each other and it's like, she goes, I have my husband's truck. Uh-huh. It's like, Cool, you go get the keys. I'll go change my shoes. I'll meet you in the lobby in five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So we did not get back to the hotel and go to sleep until like 2.30 in the morning. Wow. And I know it was 2.30 in the morning because she actually had a time stamp because she put her pony pony to bed and she put put her phone next to it and took a picture of it. Aww. And then in the morning, she, she was like, okay, in the morning, we all have to get together. We have to get all three ponies together at the, um, I forget which coffee place was there at the time at the Orleans at the time. But we all had to meet at the coffee place. Mm -hmm. And she got an iced coffee. And she goes, okay, last photos for for the photo contest. And it's like, what do you mean? She's like, we're going to make up our own. Okay. And we take take a picture of all three ponies sipping the coffee. They all look like they're sipping the coffee from the straw. And it, it was the morning after. <laughs> wow. According to her, to her, it was the morning after Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, and the ponies sadly needed coffee, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, after a night like they had the night before... <laughs> Well, yeah, they needed that chocolate and that, you know, caffeine and that whipped cream and and sprinkles. (laughs) (laughs) And the fun part was, I think, if I remember correctly, Summer Reef bought it and she got a Four, five straws, and we all drank. We all drank from him. We all drank from the same cup. So we all shared. And I said that. No, that's that's why I said, you know, handing over the the fair to Hasbro. As I said, I think 
it's going to cause a disruption because you're not going to have that kind of camaraderie. Yeah. Well, hopefully next year. Yeah, hopefully next year Summer gets the convention back and hopefully we can get back to something a little bit more normal. I'm going to try to do the... um, I think I'm going to try to do BronyCon next year. Okay. So, we'll see. Yeah, hopefully she goes back to something smaller, more intimate, more just us. Yeah. Uh, but in any event, any pony news this week? I don't have any pony news this week. Do you have any pony news this week? Um, let's see, did I get anything? No, I don't think so. Um, I finished a custom, but that's about it. Well, I started my new job last Monday. Oh, that's right. You were getting ready to start that. Yes. How's that working out? Good, except for I found out something very disturbing and check your Facebook messages. Okay. Anyway, um, when I had first signed up for this job, they told me it was going to be completely remote, which means you can travel and you can work from anywhere. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell me that during my training period, I actually had to work from my home address only. Oh. And I had planned on going, my my mother and I had planned on going out to my uncle's house for the week, for for, um, the 4th of July week. And that, unfortunately, has gotten scrapped down to, I'm going to go out for this weekend, come home on Sunday, work Monday, Mm -hmm. do the show. As as soon as the show is over, go back out for Tuesday, come Mm -hmm. back home Tuesday evening, work through till Friday, and go back out for the next weekend. Oh, wow. And then I came up with it, then my my uncle and I came up with, with an issue of, you know, what are you supposed to do? Because if I, if I log in from someplace else, they'll fire me. Hmm. So we we my uncle and I came up with this idea of what ha- what 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 if something happens? Yeah. 
you know, kind of like what if something happens with the Internet or with the power that you're mm-hmm. down for several days? What, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, that would kind of, I guess you would have to call into the company and tell them, but then. And then at that point, it's like, what are they going to do? Are they going to fire me because I can't work? And it's like, well, kind of like if you would let me work from my uncle's house, which I have a secure office, it's kind of like, hello. <laughs> yeah. I have a solution here. You guys just don't want it. Huh, that's just something wrong with that policy. And Yeah, but they said that once I'm done with training, it's up to my supervisor, and I'm hoping I get a supervisor who's cool with me doing that. Mm-hmm. Because I, we... That's what I do in order to avoid taking PTO time. Right. Is I work from my uncle's house rather than taking off PTO time. Yeah. So it's kind of helpful in that sense. So yeah, me and my car are gonna log some some really big mileage this next week. Yeah. So hopefully hopefully your supervisor will be okay with you working away from your regular address. Yeah. Or your home address, I should say. Yeah. So I'm trying to keep an eye on Ponybird, too. I had to let him out. (laughs) Well, are you ready for Blind Bag Bonanza? Sure. I heard you have, like, seven of them to open this week. Yes, because we have to open up the last six of the doubles so that I can have a list of which Halloween ones I need just in case they still have them at Walmart so that I can go and try and get them. Because I told my mother they they have codes on the bags. So Uh I know what codes I need to get. (laughs) My mother at that point said, I am not going to Walmart with you that day. <laughs> and it's like, well, then that's a good, that's a good thing because then you'll be, you'll be standing there staring at me in the pony aisle as I'm going through each and every one of these bags going, nope, 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 need it. Nope, 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 need it. <laughs> probably looking at me going, I do not know her. (laughs) (laughs) And walking away. Oh, goodness. 
So, give me a little quick second. And we'll go ahead and start opening up nine bags. Okay. And then we'll get into something that I found this week that was hilarious. No. There is a YouTuber that basically does our type of show yeah. on her on her YouTube channel. Huh. She will have a 15-minute video. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for the first 10 minutes of the video, we'll have nothing related to the topic of the video. And then the last five minutes is, is what the topic of the video is. <laughs> I watched the fifth video and I realized, oh, my God, that's our show. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours worth of, you know, unrelated stuff. Then we get in the ponies. Well, sometimes it's pony-related, sort of, kind of. Yes. No, sorry, I, I, caught three, I caught five Pokemon that are, that are ponies. And they seem to like me. They keep popping up around me. I live in an area where there's lots of... Uh, fire Pokemon? Um, I've got more water and um, I've got a, I've got at least 10 poison, 10 sea, 10 fire, 10 earth, 10 water. And the only reason why I know that is because I've got badges for them. So, okay. Here we go. Ruth Bush, Calavista, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavista, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavista, Little... Okay, so should I open up uh, wave 15 first or wave 17? Mm, do wave 17 first. Okay. And I'm doing this the easy way. I'm keeping them connected. I think that was half the battle was getting them taking me more time than... This way... Okay. Okay, let's see. Do, 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 do. Who do we have? Oh. We have another cloud kicker. Oh. <laughs> you know, at this point, it's kind of like I've got what, like 18 cloud kickers? <laughs> yeah, you have quite a few of those. 
Okay, so let's open up uh, wave 15-1. I was like, I didn't even need to pull out the card. All I had to do was just pull out the pony, and I knew. I was like, oh, that's it. I got, I got another one of those. Oh. oh, I got Diamond Rose for wave 15. I did not have her. Awesome. Yay. So all I need is Sky Wishes, and I I will have completed a row, another row in uh, wave 15. Cool. So that was seven and six. So Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. Uh, so for so fifteen or seventeen first. Um, let's see. What did you do first last time? I did seventeen first. Well, then do 15 first this time. Okay. So at least I can include you in some way of opening these these up. Yeah. You get to pick which one I open up. <gasps> I got another one that I don't have from Wave 15. It's Rainbow Wishes. Oh, cool. And I love her cutie mark. It's it's a star with a rainbow on it. It's so cute. And her eyes match her mane. Oh, my God. Her mane and tail are like this pale blue and her eyes match. Aw. Oh, I forgot to say what Rose Diamond, Rose Diamond is... Um, and they're both white. Uh-huh. This one's a white. This one's a white unicorn. Uh, diamond Rose is a white white Pegasus with a pink uh, diamond on her backside, uh-huh. and she has magenta colored hair and green eyes. Ooh, pretty. Yeah, she is cute. Okay, wave seventeen now. Give me one I don't have. Come on. Come on, baby. Got one I don't have from Wave 17. It's Sweet Drops. Ooh, neat. And she is looking cute. She is she is yellow and she has blue candies on as her um, cutie mark. Oh, sweetie drops. That's um, that's bonbon. All right, that's the one that has the code name. Agent Sweetie Drops. Oh but yes, that's right. By her cover name of Bonbon. Oh, that's right. Which they did because the fans gave her the name of Bonbon because. She looks similar to the Bonbon from Tales. But then Hasbro was like, no, her name is Sweetie Drops. And the fan community was like, no, her name is Bonbon. <laughs> and Hasbro was and like, Bon, we'll make it both. 
that I have a I have a secret agent in my house now. Yeah, you have secret okay. agent drops. AKA Bond Bond. Okay. Yeah. Ruth Bush Calavisa Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush Calavisa Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush Calavisa Little Alley Cat. Okay, 17 or 15? Mm. 17. Okay, 17. 17 it is. I will be devastated if they don't have any more of these. You know what my mother actually told me? She goes, why don't you try the Walmart over here? And it's like, because the Walmart over here sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't have anything. Not much better, so I can sympathize. It's just, there's no pony section in our Walmart. I walk in, it's like up all the same stuff. Ugh, I need to go look at another Walmart to see if they have better pony stuff, because Oh, our stuff. It's banana fluff, and I've already have her. Aw. Okay. On to number four, 15. Let's see who I have. Come on out. It's Sunset Rainbow, and I already have her. Two uh, you already had. Yeah. Frenzy Bird. I'm watching you. Okay. Six more to go. Sorry, I have to carefully watch Puppy Bird to make sure he doesn't leave there. Eight. 10, 12. I'm sorry, I had 13 I needed to open this week. Oh, wow. Because remember, I was supposed to open up three last week, and I was going to open up three this week. But we weren't on the show last week. We didn't have the show last week, so. Last week, I was just exhausted. And not feeling well. I can understand that. That was the very first day I had to wake up at 7.30 in the morning. Uh, That's rough when you're not used to it. Yes. When you when you wake up and the, and the sun is out and it's, it's barely peeking over the horizon, that's the time you're supposed to turn over in my world. <laughs> well, I have days where I get up for work at five. Well, I have to be at work at five. So I, I do understand what it's like to get up early. And if you're not used to it, it really, really sucks. Yeah. And the funniest thing was, all week I'd been going to bed at like 12, 12, 15, 12, 30. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as Friday came along, I went to bed 30 in the morning. Wow. It's like I reverted back to my normal time like like it was nothing. Yeah. So, 
Ruth Bush, Calavisa, little alley cat. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, little alley cat. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, little alley cat. Okay. 15 or 17? Uh, 15. Okay. You know what? One one of the ideas my mother actually had, which was a really good idea, except for the fact that at the time I didn't know what time we were, because not only do I have to work from home next week, but I actually have to work four 10 hour days. Yeah. They are not even paying us for the holiday. Yeah. Ten-hour days suck. I have to. I did two of them this week. Um, you know, I'm used to it because I'm used to flipping from one job to another. Yeah. And I'm used to being up really late hours. So that part isn't really the bad part. It was just the fact that I didn't know what the schedule was going to be. Uh, before I tell you this next part, I got floor for Cynthia. Oh. S-Y-T-H-I-A. For Cynthia. For Cynthia. Okay, so I, so I did say it right. And yeah, you said She looks nothing like the picture on the website. Her hair really? on the website is yellow, but in real life it is like a mint green. Huh. Fascial ice cream. Hmm. But, yeah, we actually have to work um, four 10-hour days. Mm-hmm. And my mother was like, well, why don't you just go home in the morning? And it's like, well, I don't really want to do that because I don't know what time we're supposed to start at. Right. Because right now we're supposed to be working from 8 a.m. to to 5 p.m. Uh-huh. So I didn't know what, what, what type of schedule they were going to give us. So I didn't want to, you know, get stuck in traffic. And then, of course, my uncle calls and goes, well, why don't you just drive from home? And he goes, no, wait a minute, that won't work. I said, no, because it's traffic. He goes, no, because of you getting up. Ah. It's like, boy, I am so glad that this family is, like, that supportive that I will actually get up in time. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, I guess they know your sleeping habits. (laughs) <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. They really do. We say we're going to get up and we're going to go out for dinner. We're going to go out for breakfast and we're going to go out for breakfast at like 10 a.m. And like, that's what time I'm rolling out of bed is at 10 a.m. <laughs> so, oh, I got Lucky Clover again. Oh. Well, but at least he's pretty. That's what I said. We mean to leave at 10, but I'm rolling out of bed at 10. That's what I just said. (laughs) 
See, my mother just came and agreed with me. <laughs> well, she knows you. She knows your sleep. <laughs> but you know, I've been doing really good. Last week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I did really good. I woke up at 7.30 every day. Mm-hmm. But then it was like Thursday, Friday, it was like my body was like, what are you doing, seriously? Uh-uh, you're staying in bed. And I'm like turning over and like slamming my hand down on my alarm clock, which goes off every nine minutes. And I open my eyes up and it's like eight minutes to eight o'clock. And last week we actually had to be actually on time because we were doing meetings. Mm-hmm. So they were actually taking really good attendance because we don't clock in and out. It was, it's just when you're logged in, I guess they can see when you're logged in. Right. So you that's, have to I be logged at a certain time then. Yeah. And it was like one time, mom, both days, mom was up and it was like, really, seriously? <laughs> you didn't even come in here and like even try to wake me up? <laughs> it's like, thanks, mom. <laughs> So, yeah. I did really good last week. And then this morning I woke up at 7.45. Oh, wow. So I did really good today because this week they kind of let us go. And it was kind of like I could just log into my computer and basically get my breakfast, get my coffee. And by the time I got back to my computer, I was only like five minutes into 8 o'clock. Well, that's not too bad. So technically I was there, I just wasn't there. You were logged in, but not actually, you were AFK. Yes. From keyboard. (laughs) Yes. And still managed to do, because they want us to get 11 charts done a day Mm -hmm. right now. And in two weeks, they want us to up it to 15 charts per day. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did 17 today. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, (laughs) at least you're going to be pulling the numbers they're expecting. That's good. Yes. Talk about overachiever. (laughs) Oh, you always got to go one step beyond. (laughs) I always do. I was always the one that went one step above and beyond. That's why when I worked at one job, you know, I had, you know, one person, the the actual director of the center walk in and go, I have a bet going with somebody that you can do 125 charts today before you oh. leave. Wow. Did you manage to do it? Stop at him and I said, and what is my cut? <laughs> <laughs> yes, if that's not you, you better be getting something out of it. Because I got done, it was 131 charts. I came in the next day, I went up to him and I said, okay, 131, where's my cut? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'd be asking for my share too. And the guy from the other center went, 
there's no way she did 131 charts. And they pulled up my numbers and they went, um, open up your wallet. <laughs> and it's like, okay, we actually did make a bet. <laughs> And I won. Money, please. <laughs> exactly. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. Okay. 15 or 17? Oh, 17. Okay. We're, getting down to, we're down to the last four now. Aw. Yippee! Oh, something new? I got Cherry Berry and I finished the Nightmare Night theme set. Awesome! Woohoo! And she's doing the um, high five. Pose, so you know what? High five, girl, because I needed you. <laughs> Give her a high hoof. High hoof, there we go. Down low. <laughs> Woohoo! And I really needed her. I needed the bumblebee. <laughs> Okay. Right. And then I will have to actually make a list of all of wave 17 that I need because it's going to probably be easier for me to find wave 17 than it will be for wave 15. Oh, it's Applejack. Oh, oh well. Let me see. Do I even have her? Yes, I do. But, oh, oh, speaking of Applejack, Uh-oh. have you seen the newest episode of Friendship is Magic? I don't. Let's see. I saw it last week, and I'm watching the Canadian. Well, actually, you probably wouldn't see it till next week or the week after. But they they do have an Applejack episode coming up, and I'm not not I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's really really good. Yeah, don't spoil it because remember we're doing each episode; they each get their own episode, and then we're going to do a whole review episode of all three episodes. Okay, we're down to our list. Your girl thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. Ruth Bush, Calavisa, Little Alley Cat. 15 or 17, then you can finish what you were saying. Uh, 15. Okay, finish what you were saying as I'm cutting. Okay, but no, I was saying like um, of season 7 of the regular Friendship is Magic, not the the Equestria Girls thing. There's the latest episode um, is about the Apple family 
and Applejack's parents. I won't spoil it for you, though, because it's really good, and I want you to see it. But you're probably not going to see it till next week or the week after, I think. Probably the week after. My, yes. Oh, I've got Lyra Heartstrings. Woohoo! Yay! Somebody to hang out with Bon Bon. This and guess, in what? guess what? Your buddy is in one of those bags right there. <laughs> yes, she is. No, I'm not lying to you. She really is. <laughs> yes, I'm being honest. Yes, I'm being honest. Really, I am. I'm not lying to you. I'm not. Really, I'm not. Does the pony not believe you? She does not believe me. Oh, goodness. Oh. Uh. Hold on. I'm looking for her right now. Give me a minute. Ugh. See? She's right here. Oh, there you go. Reunited. Yes, I know she looks different. That's because she's from another set. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know she's clear and she has glitter in her. Get over it. (laughs) Oh, she'll be all right. At least she's there there together. What did we learn over here, Blackbird? Well, technically they are together because Lyra Heartstrings is actually in the um the Nightmare Night series. She is the um the mummy. Yeah. So I have um her in the Nightmare Night series. Oh and that's, that's right. actually where where um the bond, this bond bond's coming from is from the Nightmare Night series. Okay. Oh, cool. Last one. Wave 17. Let it be one I do not have. Let's hope so. And it is. It's Holly Dash. I don't have her. Yay! Cool. Okay, so... Let us do a final count out of 27 ponies. I only need two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Actually, whip up this list really quick. So I can have the list, print it out, and hit Walmart with a purpose. And have mom standing in the background going, she's not my child. (laughs) Dave, 17. Let's see who's on it.
Halloween, Twilight, Lyra. That's what I'll name it. I need double A, A, B, A, B, because that's Pinkie Pie Fluttershy Rainbow Dash. Mm-hmm. Applejack. And this is a different Applejack. This is a different. She is actually a dark orange. No, clear. Yeah, there is a clear like, differences between a lot of the main six and uh, some of their blind bag versions. Yeah. Any apple fritter, banana bliss, M. Berry Dreams, which is AP. And then Lily Valley, which is AU. And then after all these wave 15s, how many wave 15s do I need? Seven, eight. I need. Nine wave fifteens. That's not too bad. No, so hopefully the wave, the wave. Hmm. You know, maybe I'll make a make a list of wave fifteen too. Because then maybe I can try and find them to where they're both on the same bags. Mhm. Fifteen. That might be easier to that would certainly cut down on the amount of bags you have to buy. Oh yeah. Alright, Pinkie Pie with Lyra. I think it's with Lyra. Yep, with Lyra. So I need A B A B. Oops, sorry, Fluttershy, AC. Didn't mean to skip you. A, F, A, G. A, K. A.M. You know, it's funny. Some of these are the same ones I need for both sets. Hmm. Like, I need A.D. and A.D. for both sets. A.M. for both sets. A.M. for both sets. Okay. Okay, now to go get the box. To do the official blind bag pony of the week. Well, that's right, because we still haven't done that. Yes. You know what? That's 
think I might have just realized something. I might be able to go through the blind bags I have here and see if I have these particular ones. That is true. But I think I do have some late 15s. I think I'll do that before I. Oops, I pulled two. Oh, and one's a wave 15. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to do this easy way. I'm going to see if this is one of the ones I need. All right. Oh. It's not. Open. Ah, oh, darn it. Oh, some of you already have? AD. Nope, I did not have her. It's rarity. I thought I did for some reason. <laughs> oh, is it regular rarity? I know you had the crystal one. Or no. It's a, it's, I have a crystal rarity. Now I have rarity with glitter in her mane. Oh, okay. With the stripe of glitter in her mane. Oh, okay, neat. So I can actually knock her off the list. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go through all the blind bags I have of this wave and see if I have any of these. And if they're not any of the ones that are not on this list, I think I'm going to take them out and put them okay. aside. Because well, why so, open them? Yeah, they're ones you already have, so you don't need to open them. Yeah. They can basically go to... Uh, Nishi unopened. <laughs> yeah. She can have the joy of opening them. Okay, cool. let's see. And I do have one other one because I did pull two. And then when I meant to pull one, so you know me, if I pull two, I'm going to open up both of them. Well, yeah. Okay, come on, Rarity. Thank you. Well, she's rarity. Of course. So this one is from wave, this one is, the second one is from wave 14. And um, the wave 15 one I am going to list separately. I'm going to list it under, um, because it was not part of the um, double bags. Yeah. So I will list her separately on the list once I get it posted, which I will get, probably get it posted tonight. I do believe I do not have this one in Miss Flor- Florina Tart, and I don't. Awesome. 
and I didn't even do the magic spell. Well, I guess you've done it enough times tonight that it just sort of carried over. I think so. So there we go. Blind Bag Pony Bonanza is finally complete. Monday I will fin- actually hopefully finish off the Bonanza with the last seven Halloween ponies. Ooh, that would be nice. Yes, that would be very, very nice indeed. You know what would be really funny? What's that? If, remember, I was taking apart some of the some of the Halloween ponies from the Wave 15s. Mm-hmm. What if some of the Wave 15s, the ones that I took off, are the ones that I need? That is a possibility. I think I'm going to look through those first. Okay. Because those were actually those are actually in a different box. Those are in the um, the overflow box. I call it. Mm-hmm. So, but now on to our actual topic of the evening, which is of course the Equestria Girls TV episode, which. Um, a little bit of a little bit of history behind this. The, these the, there are three Equestria Girls TV episodes coming out over the next three weeks. The first one be, having been, been shown in the U.S. this last sun, this last Saturday, mm-hmm. and of course they are being shown in uh, Europe first. So Europe is actually getting these. For, Poland is actually the first country the, that is getting these these episodes because this was originally supposed to be an only only on Netflix series right but i think they 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 thought they thought they figured you know what we've put the we've put the movies out on on um discovery family you know, let's just go ahead and put the um, the uh, television episodes on, the TV episodes, little episodes on as well, which I think was was great. And the first one it was actually seen in Poland on May 25th, and it finally reached the U.S. on June 24th. So mm-hmm. it was like one day off of being one month from the very first time it was ever seen. And it was, um, the first one is Dance Magic. And I'm a little confused. Why is that? Because this one is a Camp Ever Free episode. Um, I looked at the other the other descriptions of the other the other ones, and they don't correlate with any of the movies at all. This is the only one that correlates to one of the movies. And I don't quite see where it fits in. Um, 
it's supposed to be after the Camp Everfree thing. That's what I'm thinking. Um, If you have not seen the episode, please note there are going to be spoilers because we are, of course, reviewing it. So, you know, turn us off now if you don't want to hear about it. And then turn us back on when you have seen it. But, um, sorry. I think my allergies are really acting up. Because I've been, like, all stuffy today. And I cannot possibly be sick because I'm on antibiotics. Speaking of which, I am an hour late taking my meds. So do you want to go ahead and describe the episode? Uh, Sure. So the first episode is called Dance Magic. And it, uh, I believe it does take place after Camp Everfree the Camp Free episode, because they make a reference to their raising money to try and repair the camp, which, of course, it got, quite a few things got torn up and wrecked during the giant magic battle that happened. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, between Gloriosa and the, yeah. Yeah, so they're raising funds to repair the camp. Um, and it starts out with the girls out in front of uh, Canter Lot High. I had a brain fart for a minute there. And they're doing a car wash. And they're actually washing Big Mac's work truck. <laughs> Which was hilarious because, you know, Big Mac finally talked again. And in Equestria Girls, he only has two words. Yep. And nope. nope. <laughs> so he's back to being a two-word man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, he would still be the ideal guy to a lot of people because he works hard and doesn't say much. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Really, what happens is they're trying to come up with more fundraiser ideas because they are only halfway to raising all the money they need for the repairs of the camp. And Ikai had already had a bake sale. And then Rainbow Dash and Applejack, I believe, came up with the, the car wash. And then Fluttershy and Twilight had done a pet sitting service. Yeah. So then it was Rarity's turn to come up with something. And Rarity, of course, in Rarity fashion, is all dramatic and he's like, meet me in the music room after school at 7 o'clock. You know, I'll have a great idea. And then Spike looks at her and goes, you got nothing, right? (laughs) And that's what I loved. She was like, no. (laughs) It's like, oh, poor, poor Rarity in an Equestria Girls world still has the same sort of humor. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Sorry, I'm still... All my other meds melt down really quick. Mm -hmm. It's just my pain meds now, they're like... They're thicker. Ah. So, it's like 
three seconds underneath my tongue, everything else was like melted away. A little longer, huh? Yeah. So I'm going to still be a little, um, I can talk. It's just, I have to try and keep my tongue down so I don't accidentally choke on my pills. Okay. Because well, I have done that. Ah. Uh, well, I don't want you choking on your pills. Thank you. <laughs> Pardon Tony Bird in the background. He's trying to add to the conversation, too. Oh, very good. <laughs> but, yeah, I just well, love how he's... He's he's still basically the same spike from Canterlot that he in Equestria, and it's just like there's just no difference. Yeah, he's got despite the same the fact that, humor and everything. <laughs> despite the fact that the, despite the fact that he's a compl- he's a completely different spike. Yeah acts the same way that the one in Equestria acts like. Well, I would assume he serves serves the same purpose. He's, you know, the um, the outsider's opinion to all the other ponies. You know, he would be the voice of the significant other of whoever's watching the show, you know, the boyfriend or maybe even one of your family members. That's about about it. A little comment you wouldn't think of, you know. Yeah, that would be my mother. (laughs) (laughs) So, but, yeah, of course, Rarity has no ideas at the time that she says that she's going to come up with something great. So she goes out to wander around the mall and sort of window shop. And I do like that for these TV episodes of um, Equestria Girls that we've got some more varied locations that we get to see more than just, you know, the school. Yeah, the school or the sweet shop. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they, that, they that did is... a little bit in the third movie, but where we got to see um, Pinkie Pie's house. Yeah, and uh, Crystal Prep. Yeah. But here it's like, okay, well, you get to see the mall and other parts of the school and a couple other little places. And it's like, okay, that's, that's pretty impressive for something that's just, hey, don't leave the chair, Ponybird. I'm watching you. <laughs> I see you sneaking down to the floor. He's <laughs> like, oh, me? It's rather impressive for something that's just like a short 20-minute episode that we're still getting more variations in location. We're getting to see yeah. more of the world. Yeah, definitely. And I actually like how they actually use one very big um, scene, which we'll talk a little bit about a little bit later, 
that actually comes from the second movie. Oh, yeah. So, um, but yeah, there, she's walking through the mall and she sees this this advertisement for a um, music video contest. And she's like, oh, this this will be great. This will be perfect. This will get us just the, the right amount of money. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, who pops up behind her but Sweet Tart? A couple of the other girls from the Crystal Prep School. Yep. And it was kind of neat to learn from them that now Cadence is running the school. Which kind of brings about the whole battle between, if you think about it, it's kind of like the headmistress really was Queen Chrysalis in the human world. Yeah, that parallel could definitely be drawn. Because, or, um, what was his face? Um, God, um, the one that looked like a centaur with horns on his head. Tyrick. Tyrick. She could even be um, acquired to Tyrick because Tyrick was the one who was in charge of the Crystal Empire before Cadence came along and came along and defeated him. Oh, um wait, you mean Sombra? Yeah. Yeah, Sombra. Yeah, because Sombra yeah. had um the Crystal Empire under his control. Yeah. So we can kind of acquaint her to him because now Cadence is running running the school. That is true. But I'm, I'm so, glad that Kate is now in charge of Crystal Prep because it seems like she would be a lot... She She's much better leader than the last and the headmistress before her were hungry, probably a lot more compassionate. Yeah, despite the fact that her students had not really gotten used to it yet. Mm -hmm. Because they were all standing there, they were all chit-chatting, and they were they were trying to be nice, but they were also trying to basically get out of rarity what she was planning to do for the for the um competition yeah. because even though the friendship games taught them you know really what the everything was all about at heart at the root of it they're still competitive and oh, they'll, yeah. they'll be 
sneaky enough to do things to try and win. But there was also uh, a different reason that they were being so competitive, which comes up later on in the episode. Yeah. Uh, But I think the situation also reminded me of, I think it was a season five episode where Rarity goes to Manhattan for a competition. And it was an episode where uh, Palmel was introduced. Yeah, and she stole her uh, fabric. Yeah. It co- kind of reminded me of that. That, that it did, her- it reminded, me, reminded me of that, too, because, you know, she she had basically been scammed again. Yeah. So it's kind of nice that they're taking elements from the actual show and putting them into the Equestria Girls so that you know you're you're seeing them basically dealing with the same type of issue just in a different manner yeah and i think that even though this was like a similar sort of issue or a similar sort of problem i think the way that it was resolved was a little bit better yeah, it definitely was. Because um, what had happened was Rarity was shooting it, and there was, of course, a costume malfunction with with poor Rainbow Dash's costume. So she had to go out and get more fabric for the costume. And she's at the mall, and she sees the girls from Crystal Prep doing the same idea that she had for her music video. Yeah. Only they were much better dancers. Apparently had a dance studio in the school and, like, they were really, really good. Yeah, which, you know, this was something that uh, Twilight had, had told them that, you know, that's something, another thing that they fell at was dancing. So that was something else that we got to learn a little bit more about Crystal Prep, that they weren't just, you know, academics and, you know, athletics, but it was also the arts as well. I do think it was funny, though, where the the part where Rarity had found out that, you know, the Crystal Prep girls had stole her idea, and she was like, well, I'm going to go down to Crystal Prep and give them a piece of my mind. Twilight, you have to come with me and show me where the school is because I don't know where it is. And no, actually, go actually she goes. No, wait. She, no, actually, she goes. Does anybody know where Crystal Prep is? <laughs> and everybody's looking kind of like. Um, and then it was then it was actually Twilight who said, "I'll take you." <laughs> yeah. But they they got to the school. And Rarity's like, okay, where's the dance studio? And Twilight goes, um, I know where the library is. <laughs> and Rarity's like, why didn't you go to the school? 
that was that was the funniest part where she got, I know where the library's at. It's like, girl, seriously, she said she needed to know where the dance studio was at, not the library. Ah. Oh. I mean, and she already knew that beforehand, so it was like, you know, why even go if like, you didn't even know where it was going to be at? So they did eventually find out where where it was at, and she confronts, Rarity confronted them, and she they were like, well, you know, this is how we are, so, like, deal with it, basically. Kind of like, you know, just, you know, so what? You you gave us the idea and you know what? We're gonna we we're already done and we're we're just about to upload it, so if you do it, it's just gonna look like you're copying us. Basically trying to psych them out of even doing it because they figured, you know, Canter a lot high, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna drop out. Yeah, and um, it goes to commercial after that point. And when it comes back from commercial, part where where I'm saying it comes from the second movie, you're in. It's the same diner that the sirens were at at the beginning of the second movie. Oh, yeah, it was. It was the exact same diner. It wasn't the sweet shop because you could definitely tell it was not the sweet shop because as you can even because it was even the same boots. Oh, yeah, you're right. You didn't notice that? I noticed that right away. No, I didn't notice that. I saw that and I was like, oh, my God. That's the same diner from from the second movie. Hmm. So they're they're also bringing us back to the same places that were introduced during the during previous movies, which is actually nice too. So they brought us back to Crystal Prep, and they also brought which was in Friendship Games, and they brought us back to um, the diner, which was in, what was the name of the second movie again? Rainbow Rocks. Rainbow Rocks, yes. So they bring us back to the same locations there. And she finds out that the reason why they basically stole her idea was because they didn't have an idea and they were trying to basically save up money to have their school dance on a yacht. Yeah. And the but, reason they were being so competitive was not just because they wanted to win and be the best, but because they didn't want to let any of their friends they didn't want to let any of their friends down. Yeah, which was it's just something that if you really think about it really shows that they did grow as characters from the second movie. Yeah. 
So it really shows that the students at Crystal Prep, they did learn their lesson. They did learn more about friendship during the, for this set of friendship games. Because and for yeah, their friends. Yeah, their motivation was for their classmates, for their friends. And Rarity was like sitting there probably thinking in her head, you know, the amount of money they could win could possibly fund both things because the money that they had raised doing the car wash and the pet sitting and all the other fundraisers had been used up to go ahead and do the music video. Because they needed it all for costumes and props. Yeah. And the thing was, the the music video needed to have original dance and original music, which they had the dancing part down. They just didn't have the music. Well, the problem and is the Christmas girls didn't have their own band. Right. And Rarity, being Rarity, being the generous one, walked up to them and said, hey, girls, I heard what, heard what you guys were talking about. And they were like, so now what are you going to do? Now you're just going to, you know, out us or something? She goes, actually, I think we can help each other out. And, and it was actually really sweet and because they did come together to do the music video. The Crystal Prep, they came to, they came together first to go ahead and set up everything. And the um, first thing was, um, who was it had the music? She she had music. Uh, mm-hmm. Fluttershy had the had the song, and. I forget which Crystal Prep girl she was talking to. She went, but this doesn't have anything about us from Crystal Prep. This is all about you guys. And she goes, I know. You want to help change it? Yeah, and I thought and that, that was... Was... Yeah, and then, you know, the Crystal Prep girls were teaching dance steps. And, and it's like the one girl, they were like... And it was really funny because Rarity and Sweet and Sour were both arguing about the music first or the dancing first. And the one with the glasses and the pigtails, I can never remember what her name is, but I love her. <laughs> she is, she does, she's she's just reminding me of Maude. She does, she kind of reminds me of Maud and just like the tone and the way that she speaks. Yeah, and she's just very much like it doesn't matter which order it comes in. Kind of looking at him, kind of like really seriously, we're having this argument. Yeah. And they finally get get it together, and they end up actually making a music video together, and they actually end up winning.
which I thought was really great because it kind of brings about a little bit of closure from friendship games as far as Crystal Prep versus Cancer Lot High. Yeah, it, it sort of shows that the two the two schools don't have to be in competition anymore. They can actually work together. Yeah. Which I thought was really great to see. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was really great. But the thing I didn't like was the movie that they showed afterwards. Oh, and what's that? They showed the very first movie. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I seriously think they should have shown Evergreen Camp Ever Ever Free. Yeah. So hmm. I don't know if they're going to show a movie every week after each of these episodes. But yeah, they should have really shown Camp Everfree as the secondary, as as the as the movie after, right afterwards. Well, yeah, that would have made sense because the, you know, it's related. This mini movie or the TV episode is related to. To the yeah, movie. Yeah. But um. The one thing, one thing I was kind of a little disappointed about was also normally they show like the last three episodes of um, Friendship is Magic that have been shown, uh-huh. and they didn't do that this week. Hmm. Which is a little disappointing. Because they were actually showing episodes from the very first season. Right. And one of them was the one with the talent show and the Cutie Mark Crusaders. Uh, I remember that one. And I was watching I was watching the end of that and you know they were all talking about what their about, about their cutie marks and what they need to do to get them. Uh huh. And they didn't quite get it. Yeah. But then you have Twilight kind of looking into the camera and going, "I'll get it eventually." Uh huh. <laughs> I think. I think she she kind of knew what their what their destiny was well I mean it's possible but then 
like when you're searching for something, you know, when you're trying to find answers to something, it's usually so much easier for somebody who's outside the situation to see it. Yeah. So it would have been obvious to pretty much everyone around the Cutie Mark Crusaders what they were going to end up doing. But it wasn't super obvious to them. Yeah, I think I think she really had had an idea as to what they were going to end up doing in the end to get their cutie marks, but just never yeah. told them. Well, because that that's a thing that like you really have to figure out for yourself in the pony world. Yeah, you know, even in the real, you know, even in in our world, it. You know, you really have to figure out on your own what you're good at and what you're going to do with yourself. Oh, yeah. You can have people nudge you in the right direction, but you still got to figure it out yourself. Yeah. So. Okay, I know that we only basically reviewed, like, for a half an hour on the episode, but you know, technically the episode was only half an hour. <laughs> we still talk about pony stuff. <laughs> of course, we had seventeen blind bags to open. Yeah, I mean, I have seen this time. I yeah, they do. I've seen the second episode, but I know you haven't seen it yet, so we can't quite talk about it yet. No, we cannot. We cannot talk about it. No. And I've been trying to find the third episode, but it's only up in, like, bits and pieces. And I want to really see if they have, like, the whole thing up, like they did for one and two. Okay. They might not have that till next week, so. Maybe. They get, ah, ah, Cody Bird. Calm down. Time it is. He's being squawky because it's time for birds to go to bed. <laughs> okay, it's time for Bonnie Bird. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. No. <laughs> Don't go to bed on time, we get cranky birdie. Oh, sorry. Hmm. It dropped me. Right. Because if you drop me, I'll say ow. No, I pushed a button. I wasn't supposed to push the button. Oh. Or at least you didn't disconnect. Yeah. Ugh. It's funny because um, we were listening to the my the pony boyfriend and I were going to see a friend of mine, and we were listening to the radio, and the two radio DJs were like trying to have a call-in contest, and they were trying to get um a couple people like on the air on the phone at the same time that they were having the contest. And they were having some really bad technical difficulties. And I looked at 
I looked at George and I said, boy, it's nice to know even professional radio personalities have technical difficulties. And he looked at me and <laughs> Oh, my God. Speaking of technical difficulties, last week I went, I had, I had my, um, because they sent, um, for, for my job, they sent a laptop, a monitor, a keyboard, a mouse, a token. Oh, wow. And eventually I got the smart card, which makes it so much easier to log in. All I have to do is just put in my password and just go. And nice. Oh, yeah, it's it's really nice. But I had um, I had everything but the smart card. The smart card didn't come for several more days after. But uh-huh. I had everything hooked up. I go to turn it on on Monday morning, and I can't log in. Oh. So I, so I bring up the WebEx because that's how they were doing the um the meetings was through their their version of WebEx, and I told mm-hmm. the person you know what had happened, and she goes, "Did you call IT before you even turned on the computer?" And it's like. No, because the book said to call IT as a last resort. Yeah. She's like, well, call IT and they'll they'll walk you through it and they'll help you. And it's like, okay, fine. So I called IT. We fixed one problem. And then I'm noticing that my secondary monitor isn't t- kicking on. Right. And it's like, why isn't this kicking on? And I go to move my um, laptop, which is locked into a docking station, mm-hmm. and it unplugs from from the unplugs from the plug, and it's like, um, is the docking station supposed to be loose? with the power cord. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no. I said, wait a minute, I have another plug. Maybe I plugged the wrong plug into the docking station. So I ran downstairs, got the other plug, plugged it in, and it was the same deal. And I looked at both plugs. They sent me two plugs for a laptop. Instead of a plug for a laptop and a plug for a docking station. Well, so I had to undo everything. And then he goes, I can't see you on the network anymore. Well, that's because I'm unplugging everything from this docking station because I can't use it. Uh huh. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, well, that would explain it. <laughs> Yeah. So then I had to plug everything into to, into the actual laptop, and it worked. But it was it's like the cords are all like all over the place and very untidy. So he goes, "Okay, I'm going to put in a request for a new docking station to be sent out." And it's like, "Okay, cool." And they were doing um, tech checks as to, like, equipment that needed to be needed. And I said, the only thing I need is a new docking station because they evidently sent me two plugs for a laptop. 
mm-hmm. rather than one one plug for the docking station and one for the laptop. So we get that we get I get that all squared away, and then I'm waiting to find out what's happening with the docking station. Then I see my ticket's been closed. Mhm. And nobody did anything. And it's like, okay, I reopened the ticket and I told them, you know, I need a new docking station. The plug won't plug into the docking station. Right. And then they come back. I mean, if if I could have, I would have went down to their technical support, their IT department, and slapped somebody. Oh, goodness. They come back going, well, you have to make sure you're plugging in the right plug into the into the docking station. There's two what different plugs. One, one's for the laptop and one's for the docking station. It's like, no, no creep Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I said that I only have, I have two plugs. They're both for laptop. I either need to get a new docking station with a new plug or I need to get a docking station plug, one of the two. So I had to send this all to also one of the managers because I told them I'm having an issue with the docking station and IT is giving me a problem with it. Uh I told him about what had happened. Two hours later, I get an email back. Here's the here's the here's the number for for the docking station to be coming to you. Here's the here's the return um, return number for the old docking station. Uh, well, see, you just needed to talk to somebody who, like, understood what you were trying to tell them. Yes. Because, I mean, I, t- I told them, they basically talked to me like I, like I was an idiot. And it's like, well, you know, I can, t- I mean, I can tell the difference between the plugs because there are pictures of the plugs in the manual. I mean... Duh. Yeah, I mean, well, are you plugging the right plug in? I am, but the problem is I only have one kind of plug. That's why I'm calling you. Yes. So, I luckily I got that today, so I have to actually unplug everything and replug everything into the into this thing, and hope hopefully this time it'll actually work. So that the plugs are all in the back and they're not all over the side of the laptop. And if they do let me work away from home, it'll be easier for me to just unplug from the from the docking station and go, rather than you know having to unplug everything and. Then when I come back, have to plug everything back in. Oh yeah. Because then I'll actually have a use for my wireless keyboard again. 
which I hope will work on a secondary laptop. As long as I get the same kind of mouse. With the universal thingy, which I think I have a second mouse. Go to bed, Tony Bird. But yeah, it was hilarious because last week they were telling us to do certain things during training, and then this week we had one training session where they were telling us something completely different. It was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. We were told to do this last week. Uh huh. And they're like, no, you're supposed to do it this way. From week to week. Hmm? I said, oh, don't you love that when they change the policies from week to week? Oh, yeah. Or it's just that the first trainers don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) Then the second ones do. Uh, I think that was more what it was. Might have been. But, yeah. All I've got to say is next week is going to be a boatload of fun. Well, my whole summer plans have been ruined because we like to go out to my uncle's house, especially in the summer because he has a pool, and we kind of used it as like our vacation, our vacation house. And if we can't, if I can't work from there, then it's going to make holidays and all of that a lot more difficult to deal to do because. I'm used to being able to go over there and just work. You know. So. Well, and holiday time. Hopefully they'll I I'm hoping so, too, because it's going to be kind of along the lines of also, this is also going to be a secondary place just in case something happens with, you know, my power or my internet here because if you remember last year around this time, knocking on wood, really hard. Actually, it was last year, last week, that my internet had completely gone down for basically an entire week. Yeah, I think I remember that. And when you work from home and your internet goes down, I mean, that's that's your livelihood. Yeah. You know, some people take it, take it for granted, but you know, when you work from home, that's 
your that's your livelihood. That's that's how you get paid. Okay. And now I need a pencil or a marker. Or a pen will work too. My bag need pick. So those ones need pictures. So I will so definitely laugh if I go through. the secondary box and find out that the ones that I had clipped off are the ones I need. <laughs> well, that could very well be the case. To finish off with 15. <laughs> so, but I do have to say one thing about this new job. What's that? Normally when I work, I I work I work 8 hours and I work straight. I don't mm-hmm. take any lunch I I don't take any lunches. If I take a lunch, I eat while I'm while I'm working. You know, I don't take breaks except for of course go use use the little girls room. Mhm. But at this one, I'm required to actually, and it's kind of weird because at first I didn't know what to do with my lunches and my breaks, and then I realized what I could do. What's that? I can rest, relax, and turn on Netflix. That's true. You certainly can. I can watch Diabolic Lovers during my breaks because those are all 15-minute-long episodes. <laughs> and my breaks are 15 minutes long, so it's like one episode equals one break. I can rewatch the, the series The Handmaiden because, of course, they had to like only do 10 episodes and then, you know, cart her off in the black van and make her disappear and make me upset because well, I'm sorry, not, not Netflix, Hulu. Mm-hmm. Make me upset because like now I don't know what happened to her. So now I have to right. wait until 2018 to find out what happened to her. Oh. And the main character's pregnant and I don't know if it's the driver's baby or if it's supposed to have the baby for. Ah. It's a TV series that's based off of a book that's, there's there's something about writers these days writing dystopian societies. Yeah, seems to be the thing. In, in regards to the U.S. 
It's like it's not Europe. It's not any place but the U.S. Do you not realize that you could possibly cause issues like this to happen if you keep doing this? Uh huh. So yeah, I started. I start. I I watched, I watched the first episode and it was good, and then I actually got into it. And then I was a little ticked off. The minute didn't even say season finale and I went to go see if there was a new episode on last week Wednesday and it was like replay and I go I go to turn it on and it's the first episode all over again ah so it was like what but at least it got renewed for, for a second season well, good. I, at least I know that that it will eventually come. Much like season four of Sailor Moon. It will eventually come. It's coming. It's coming eventually. We just don't know when. Yep. And I like how there's, like, some fans, and obviously these are fans that never read the manga, that never knew that Sailor Moon was actually a part of Arc 4, the Uh dream arc. And actually, I think I know why that is. is yeah, because they they left out they left out they left out all the outer senshi until stars. Uh-huh. Because in the manga, if you look at them, all three of them are wearing the same ring on their left ring finger. Yeah. Which for Michelle and um, uh, what's his name? What's her name? For Uranus and Neptune, it would make sense. Mm -hmm. Maybe they decided to get married. But also, Pluto had the same exact ring. Yeah. So, I'm thinking they didn't put that in because they were thinking that these were wedding rings. Mm Mm-hmm. When, in fact, it was actually just you know, promise rings to be a family, to connect them as a family. 
But, of course, you know the United States in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still have to pull out my original Sailor Moon mangas and try to read them. Uh-huh. A, because the glue is starting to come off of the spines. So I have to be really careful when turning the pages. B, it's reading them. <laughs> yeah. Thing was when I was talking with the um with the girl who also likes Sailor Moon at the school, she goes, Yeah, you get into that mindset of, you know, you read a certain book in a certain way, that's how your your mind's trained to read it. Right. So when you try to read it the other way, it's going to be a lot harder for you to do it. And I said, that's exactly my problem when I try to read it. Uh-huh. It takes me four times longer to read the American version than it does for me to read the Japanese version. Well, because you're so used to reading it the other way. Yeah, because I'm so used to reading from left to right, whereas with the American version, it was, of course, converted from right to left. So. Okay, i got to get this book read by next week so I can turn this one because I know I have this one someplace. So, but yeah, that that's basically been my whole week. Well, well excuse me. Well, most of my week has been um, working, and then I actually did go to see a friend of mine today, and we went out for. Our a walk down the, um, there's like a boardwalk area down near the river. We went for a walk down there today because it was actually, it's actually nice out today. The weather has been really hot up here in Maryland. Um, though it was nice out today, it was 80 degrees and there was a breeze. But as hot as it's been here, it's not as bad as it's been in Arizona. I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures or heard any of the stories online, but, oh, gosh, Arizona, the temperatures are up to 120-some degrees. Holy cow. They had pictures of someone baking a pan of cookies in their car. It was so hot. (laughs) Wow. Street signs are melting in Arizona. Yeah, okay. 
So if you are from Arizona, please, for the love of God, stay inside. Yes. Please find somewhere cool and wait for the horrible heat wave to die down. Drink lots of water. Wear sunscreen. Please be careful. I don't know many people in Arizona, but I don't wish that horrible heat on anyone. No, I I would not either. Not if street signs are melting. Yeah, when it's hot enough that the street signs are melting, or it's hot enough that you can bake cookies in the back seat of your car, that's ridiculous levels of hot. Yeah, and I had a list of people that, like, you know, I hate. <laughs> and, you know, even I wouldn't wish that on them. Yeah, that's just, oh, that's just awful to even think about. Yes. I second, third, and fourth that motion. That one one spot to the others. Okay. I want to keep the bubble bubble thingies. I get it that. I was about to say something and I completely forgot what I was about to say. You made me lose my train of thought. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. That's okay, that happens easily to me anyway. I really need to start listening to the episodes and find out which blind bags go with what shows. From before I started labeling them. <laughs> yeah. I think you've got a couple you have to put on the um the website. A, a couple I have um I have um August of last year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that is how far back I have to go. To catch up to the photograph I have already taken. And then there is the taking the photographs of the new ponies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I am just a little bit behind. Slightly. Yes, slightly. And if anyone dares to say anything differently, I dare you to. (laughs) 
DVDs attempting suicide. Mm. Well, I have so many of them, and I don't have a designated place for them. Mm-hmm. They're they're kind of just randomly put in into any random open spot that I I can find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what that's like. It's just easier that way. Yeah. So. But I will go ahead and let you go. So let's go ahead and get Miss Kimono in. Mm-hmm. This is Kimono, and you have listened to Bunny Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Kimi. Bye-bye. Oh, all right. Well, I will talk with you next. Yep, definitely. Have a good night. All right, good night. Is that it? Are we alone? (sighs) Well, wish me luck next week with my pony hunting because I'm hitting the store and I'm hitting it with a purpose. So until next week, happy pony hunting and stay out of my way. Good night.